News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host lived in a van for over six months. Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Jenna Barr. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Michigan rise. How are you going Madam Clerk, I rise to nominate Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House. Again, <laughs> again, and again, and a groundhog again. Um, yeah. So, but you know, this is round seven yesterday. John James, who was a, a black guy from Detroit, really powerful speaker. I mean, I was very impressed by him. And he says that the reason that there have been more women and minorities represented in the Republican caucus over the last four years is because of the work of Kevin McCarthy. In fact, he gave up and gave a great speech in defense of him and said, I'm here basically because of him and uh, because of his work to expand the diversity within the Republican Party. It's very interesting. And then you had Dan Bishop got up there right afterwards from North Carolina and he tried to give a big rousing speech and it didn't really go that way for him. I want to begin by saying how much I have anticipated the gentleman from Michigan's arrival in this house, not in the Senate, not in the old state, unchanging Senate, but in the house where we make change. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, when you're hoping for that big applause line, it just doesn't quite manifest. So that was round seven. And as you heard Steve mention, uh, in round seven was the first time that uh, Matt Gates voted for Trump. McCarthy. Gates. Donald John Trump. Trump. So he votes for Trump. The Democrats put up the same person, Akeem Jeffries, again. They go to the voting. 212 for Jeffries, 201 for McCarthy, 19 for Byron Donalds, one for Donald Trump, and one present here. So then they go to round eight. Same story again. You've got, uh, you know, 433 votes. This is in round six. Uh, I'm sorry, this is in round eight. And then you've got 433 votes. Uh, you've got... 212 for Jeffries, 201 for McCarthy. Byron Donalds gets to 17. Kevin Hearn is another possibility that's been put forward by Lauren Boebert, and he gets two votes, and uh, Donald Trump gets one from Matt Gates in that round. What was interesting to me is that eventually, you know, they went through, you know, round nine and basically the same set of results. You just had, you know, nothing really interesting going on here. And you, again, Jeffries 212, McCarthy 200. He lost one vote because Ken Buck stopped voting and left the left the chambers, I think is what happened. Uh, he, he wasn't registered in any of the votes. Byron Donalds gets 17. Kevin Hearn gets three. Matt Gates voted for him that time. And then in round 10, 212, 200, 13 Byron Donalds, seven for Kevin Hearn. He's starting to rise. And then you have a present vote. And it was in vote 11 where things got just a little bit interesting for us anyway, because uh, Matt Gates, who has been the center of the universe in terms of media attention, uh, liberal, conservative, international, everything else, rises to nominate President Trump. For what purpose does the gentleman to from officially Florida do so? To place a name and nomination for the position of Speaker of the House. The gentleman is recognized. My friends, when Donald Trump 
was president. Taxes were cut, regulations were slashed, energy was abundant, wages were rising, capital was returning from overseas to fund the dreams and ambitions of our fellow Americans, and the economy was roaring. What a contrast to what we have seen from this administration now. And so I rise to nominate Donald Trump for the position of Speaker of the House. And by the way, in case you weren't aware, the Speaker can be anybody. They do not have to be an elected representative. And you say, how could you put somebody third in line to be the president who didn't even get any votes to be in the House? Well, because remember, the principle of the old, like the way the Constitution was set up originally, is that even the president wasn't somebody you voted for, not even senators, right? You know, the state picked the senators, and then the electors, that was... You know, the House and the Senate, basically, they were the ones who picked the president, right? If you, just if you remember how that all worked in the past, it was all indirect selection. And so why wouldn't you want the House of Representatives, for example, to pick the person that they delegate the authority to organize the House? You know, they are saying, we respect this person enough to make this person our leader. I'm not saying that should be Trump. I'm just saying, you know, theoretically, this is not as crazy an idea as you might think to not have a elected representative be the person. And for all of the vitriol that we hear from the media and at times the left, there were great moments of bipartisanship under the Trump presidency. And the Democrat nominee for speaker knows that well because he led valiantly on the efforts for criminal justice reform, and I was honored to join him. And I know no matter who's sitting in that speaker chair, we got a lot of work to do on that very issue. We took a first step, but there's a second step and a third step to take. And I'm glad that we were able to work with President Trump, with Republicans, and with Democrats to provide real outcomes for Americans to create greater prosperity and more opportunity. You know, it's a very interesting observation, something people don't remember much because they think of Trump as being so polarizing party versus party. But he really did do a lot of things to try to work with Democrats, especially in criminal justice reform. Uh, Matt mentioned VA reform. I also care deeply about President Trump's focus on our nation's veterans. It seemed for far too long on the campaign trail, veterans were disregarded forgotten about. When we would get elected to office, their issues would not always rise and get center stage, but we were able to pass veterans' uh, accountability measures. We were able to actually get people fired at the VA who weren't doing their job. What a great thing that would be to extend and continue and to continue to nourish. And, and yeah, he's... He's right about that. You know, again, President Trump did do a lot of things across the aisle, so to speak. And so would he be capable of being a speaker? And as he's kind of reaching out persuasively to Hakeem Jeffries, Matt Gates is in this speech. We'll come back to this in just a second. Let's get candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. And uh, we're not showing any slowdowns. We are watching debris in the roadway. Oh, it looks like it has been cleared. Okay, good to go. It looks like 29 is clear from the Atmore cutoff down to the split at Pace Palo Fox. If you see an accident or you have traffic tips, text them in 437-1620. It's News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much. Much candy. Back to the round 11. This is the 11th round of voting, and Matt Gates finally giving a speech in favor of President Trump, which he's already voted for twice at this point. This government for far too long has been deeply corrupt. This town has been deeply corrupt. The way people get leadership positions and chairmanships and opportunities to be able to morally preen 
has been by accepting lobbyist and special interest money and redistributing that money as currency for favors. And that is not a criticism of, of either political party. It is a criticism of what we have allowed to happen in this place. And if we just go next man up on our side of the aisle, we will reify that corrupt system and we will abandon the people who are expecting us to fight for them. I have heard from my colleagues about all the important work we have to do and it is my sincere fear that if we were to allow Mr. McCarthy to assume the speakership, that would not get done. That it would be business as usual and the very same things that have paralyzed progress for both parties would continue to shackle us to never-ending failure. We can be better than that. We can raise our gaze indeed. So kind of interesting, especially the use of the word reify. I mean, kudos, Matt. Well done. If you don't know the word, it just means to take a concept and to make it more substantial or bring an abstract into reality by instituting it in a way like putting it, you know, it'd be represented, embodied in Kevin McCarthy. It's kind of an abstract concept, but well done. You know, it's appropriate <laughs> use of the term. Yeah. So um, finally, he's, you know, the, the parting shot for Matt was about. You know, the use of the speaker's office space in particular. We talked briefly about this yesterday. We also have to restore to the speaker's office an actual person that ought to be in the speaker's office, not the squatter who is currently there. And if the architect of the Capitol is listening, I sent a letter and I would like to know what the basis is to allow somebody to occupy the speaker's office who comes in second place 10 straight times. Ouch. Is there like some basis in law or rule or precedent for that? And so I nominate President Trump because we must make our country great again, and he can start by making the House of Representatives great again. And Lauren, Lauren Boebert stands up and claps for him right next to him, and that's it. <laughs> so they go through the voting, and one vote for Trump, Matt Gates. Um, so, you know, absolutely no dent whatsoever in persuading anybody of anything. Um, you know, could it be somebody else outside? It could be, you know, who knows what, what's going to—I still— I, I don't see the path forward. I don't know what it's going to look like. Just like I've been saying for the last two days, I have no idea. Uh, I, the first day I thought I had some idea. I, now I have no idea. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen. But they did bring it all in for a landing eventually where they, you know, they tried to adjourn. And even that was a little bit more difficult than it should have been. On this vote, the yeas are 219. The nays are 213. The motion is adopted. Accordingly, the House stands adjourned until noon tomorrow. So they did manage to adjourn, although it was kind of funny how they got there because the yeas and nays, here's what it sounded like. The question is on the motion that the House stands adjourned until noon Just tomorrow. Just doing it by voice vote acclamation. Those in favor say aye. Those aye. Opposed, But those wait. Those no. Democrats yelling and screaming with the 20 dissenters. In the, in the opinion of the chair, the no's have it. Which would mean not to adjourn. And then they called yeah, for the right. roll call, and the roll call was 219 to 213. Um, I just thought that's eight hours of frustration right there is all that is. Completely, yeah. <laughs> We're just going to yell and scream, man. and that's the way it's going to go. So, I love um, drama when I'm not involved, though, yeah, so I kinda, exactly. I know, I'm torn on this because I know it affects us all. And and listen, <laughs> uh, I, I don't mind this happening. I like a good bit of ugly democracy. I mean, that's fine. It's a close margin. We ought to be having some of these conversations. And by the way, something that hasn't been reported an awful lot, um, and 
I, I've been just reporting it today, so I haven't done a great job of this either. I apologize. But, you know, you ask, what is Matt and the other, what are Matt and the other uh, dissenters looking for? Well, they're looking for reforms to the process. For example, he wants a ban on individual stock trading by, by members, meaning that they could buy mutual funds, but they can't buy and sell shares of, say, Intel. Okay, because they're in a position to affect that company's profits by their votes. That's a simple rule that makes sense. He wants a single subject rule so that bills would only have to do with the subject of that bill. So, for example, voting on the farm bill would not be would not include an element to authorize war in Yemen. Which I agree. Bills ought to be short, 10 pages, and they ought to have one single subject. Uh, He's said before, you know, uh, a floor vote on term limits. You know, a floor vote on uh, the Texas delegation's proposal for border control and a floor vote on what was the third one? All of us. Oh, a balanced budget. OK. Um, and also he wants a ban on taking money from lobbyists and PACs, which he doesn't. OK. And so he wants a ban on that at the federal level because he's sick and tired of the, you know, buying influence and buying votes and, you know, things being able to be done in that way behind. And you, I don't think you can disagree with any of those things. Those are all good proposals. And that's the stuff that Kevin McCarthy won't give him. So, you know, when it's just these uh, pesky, annoying, petulant Republicans, it seems like incompetence within the party. But when you look at the things they're actually asking for, hmm. <laughs> it doesn't sound so crazy anymore. It sounds a little bit like they're trying to reform government. Hmm. <laughs> 722 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window. New South is Florida's factory direct window company. We manufacture, install, and guarantee your windows for life. One company, one call. Our replacement windows are made to better enhance the energy efficiency of your home and stand up to Florida weather. New South Window, home of the ultimate Florida window for you. Made in Florida or Florida homes by Florida workers. Because we know Florida weather. Going on now. Buy two windows, get a third free. Call 1-800-NEW-WINDOWS. President Trump has announced, and Ron DeSantis is rising fast. Who do you support for 2024? Newsmax wants to know what you think. Vote in the Newsmax poll. Just text the word RESPOND to 39747. That's RESPOND to 39747. It takes just seconds. Text RESPOND to 39747. Let your voice be heard and watch Newsmax today. Texting enrolls for automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, I'm Bobby Rossi, host of Pets Call Right Now from 4 to 7. Wishing you a happy new year from all of us over here at News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. He was surprised. I thought that body was my dead brother. Oh. It's okay, but that spleen was a spitting image. Uh, no, I guess I'm fine. time favorite sound moments from Fletch. One is the and the other one is the sound of the spleen hitting the floor. <laughs> that's that's you know like the Foley is the sound effects person Absolutely. on the movies. That's 100% right. And, yeah. and you never 
the foley is the job you're never supposed to notice. Like you're never supposed to notice the sound effects. They're just supposed right, to have right, their, or click clack on the sidewalk right. or everything. Yeah. But when a foley does their job well, uh, <laughs> and those are now that one was you know the the the, uh, the the gargle was Fletch himself, Chevy Chase. But the spleen hitting the floor sound effect, that's the foley, and well done. Well done, foley. Well done. Let's you really pick th- odd things to brag about. That's exactly right. Yeah. I, well, you know, sure. Uh, let's go to the news <laughs> of which, Steve Taylor's <laughs> odd uh, things. Yeah. And our last day of you as our morning news anchor because David will be back oh, on Monday. Yes, he will. Coming back from the frozen north back here to paradise where we all live. Yeah. Well, President Biden's going to mark the two-year anniversary of the attack on the U.S. Capitol today. He's expected to award the Presidential Citizens Medal, which is the second uh, nation's second highest civilian honor to law enforcement officers who defended the building two years ago today. A man charged with biting off another man's ear and part of his face in Oregon is telling police he believed the victim was a robot. Police say Corin Kramer, uh, no relation to the guy on Seinfeld, said he thought the victim was trying to kill him based on the man's smell. Well, the elderly victim was hospitalized. Kramer was charged with assault. There probably should have been charged with assault with deadly teeth. Those are your headlines. <laughs> Either he's watched too many movies, too much Walking Dead. I don't really know the the robot infiltrators. That's but right. but but mostly, I'm just you know what drugs were involved. Because oh, yeah. you know, yeah. you know <laughs> drugs were involved. Like, this is not just, oh, randomly guy decides that his neighbor's a robot masquerading as a flesh person. He wants to eat his ear to find out if he's real or not. That's a drug story. Yeah, right? definitely. If I was a betting woman, and I am, I'm betting it's bath salts. That's the same. Yeah. Bath salts. Exactly. Yeah, I've never right. tried. Because that's, that's the one that makes people do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and eat people. That's right. Candies. I have stories, not of my own. Uh, but yeah, okay. Bye, Steve. Candy's <laughs> got traffic on the five. <laughs> I got to worry about this. I don't like blurt out people's names on air. But yeah, that's supposed to be a, as Rick James said, said a, a heck of a drug. As we uh, take a look at our roads, uh, we are watching one accident. It looks like right after the interchange, the and it looks a little bit slow too. As we're taking a look on. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to get everything together at the same time. Uh, Southbound, this is on I-10, right after the interchange. So watch yourself uh, at the spur. And if you see an accident, let us know. You can text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. 726 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, we've got good news about DeMar Hamlin. He is out of his coma. So that's good. He is communicating with the doctors. The doctors, like the first message he said, he can't talk yet, but his, you know, like wrote down, did we win the game? (laughs) What a guy. I mean, but come on. I mean, the last thing he saw was, you know, after he made the tackle, he stood up. So as far as he, he, all he knows is, oh, I'm in the hospital. Did we win the game? Right. I mean, that's his lifestyle. And the doctor's like, you won the game of life, son. You're alive. That's that's pretty good news, so we'll take it. Meanwhile, they've, the NFL has canceled the game, so it's not going to be resumed whatsoever. Uh, they're just going to wipe that one away and move on because it doesn't affect anybody's playoff eligibility. You know, they're going to be in the playoffs or not, not based on what happened in that game. Since those were the two top teams in the AFC playing each other, it doesn't actually affect anything. Four three seven. So, so that's really good news. Four three seven sixteen twenty. I mentioned this in future news, but uh, Wahoo's yesterday announced that they're going to be a cashless venue in twenty twenty three. So no bucks at the ballpark anymore. Which you know, it's kind of funny. This is the sort of thing that my first reaction is negative. Just like I wasn't a fan when we went to cashless tolls on Bob Sykes Bridge. Um, I, I'll admit I was wrong about that. That turns out to be a great system. Probably solved the traffic, really. 100%. Um, just, yeah, I mean, who knew? That, among other things, and some of like the reforms. Like the sewage treatment plant downtown. Who knew? Right, it's exactly. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> hey, Milton, pay attention. But, um, <laughs> but no, going cashless is one of these things. I'm like, but what about people who don't have credit cards? Well, the answer is... 
you can take your cash in and you can buy a gift card at either the bait and tackle team store or at the box office. So there is a way to use cash at the uh, ballpark. You just can't go use it in line. And this is meant to, you know, raise safety. Speed things up. It, it, sure. it, it accelerates the transactions. You don't have to deal with cash, which means security issues. There's there's all kinds of reasons why this makes sense. There's all kinds of reasons. Also why there are 29 Major League Baseball teams. Who's the holdout? Who's the thir- Who didn't do it? Okay, um, but 29 Major League Baseball teams with cashless stadium experiences, including the Miami Marlins, who, of mm-hmm. course, is the Blue Wahoos affiliate. So, um, you know, just kind of an interesting note. I would expect this will t- turn this will turn out to be the ho-hummest of all stories in the end. But, <laughs> you know, because you know, everybody pretty much right, everybody's just going to anyway, do it. 437-1620, Oh, my God. Did you see you? You probably didn't because this is a little bit obscure at the moment. I haven't seen it myself in any you know big national news, but I did manage to come across there was a, um, well, the road ate a car in Georgia. Uh, what? The road I mean, I in heard you, Georgia. Uh, the uh, Let's see. The Athens-Clark County Police show a car driving through what was originally a, it's a, a five to ten foot fissure in the road that the car couldn't stop before it got on top of. And so the white car was actually bumper on bumper across and the driver managed to get out safely, and then the thing expanded. This is because, and pay attention to this, they got four inches of rain, okay, four and a half inches, which is a lot, but also yes. not that much when you think about it. Here, Candy, I'm going to show you this picture. Okay, here's the, here's a, there's the oh first picture. That's the car in the hole. Oh. There's just, there's like a 20-foot gap in the road, and then when you zoom out, you can see the rain completely wiped out the berm underneath the road and all of the support. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, and, that looks and, crazy. And the reason, it looks like a Bugs Bunny thing. Like, yeah. Wiley Coyote would set it down. And, and the reason I well, mention this is because I remember in the, after the flood of 2014, what did 100%. all of our public safety people say? They said, if you don't have to drive, don't drive. And if you do have to drive, do your best to stay away from the elevated road surfaces and surfaces that are near bridges. and percent Because... Water, rain can destabilize the soil underneath the pavement, and it might be just before it's going to cave in. I mean, scenic was intact until it wasn't. That's true. That's so true. So, just a safety note reminder for future big rain events. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy is offering more rule changes and committee spots to Republicans opposing him as House Speaker. The entire conference is going to have to learn how to work together. Florida Republican Matt Gates, though, tells Fox he doesn't see ever voting for McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy has been in the leadership for 14 years, and he has sold shares of himself to special interests, to political action committees, and so that's why I don't think he is an appropriate choice. 11 speaker votes over three days have had no one winning a majority. Ten people are reported to be shot and wounded outside a restaurant in Miami Gardens, Florida, during the making of a music video. A witness tells WSVN's Nicole Insalata. Someone in the crowd who had just been watching the video being shot was robbed and then somehow all of that escalated into this shooting the music video is for a song by rapper french montana the unemployment rate is down at 3.5 percent america's listening to fox news 
Good morning and happy Friday at 731, 48 degrees in Pensacola. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio 92.3. A fire last night damaged a Pensacola home. It took place around 7.30 p.m. at the 1400 block of North T Street. According to the battalion chief on the scene, two adults safely escaped the fire, but they searched for a dog who they thought could still be in the home, but the dog was safely rescued. The fire was put out, but the residents were displaced. The American Red Cross is assisting those residents, and the cause of the fire was determined to be from an unintentional electric fire. Pensacola Fire Department also assisted at the scene. The Pensacola Humane Society says until further notice, their doors are closed. That announcement made on their Facebook page late yesterday morning. You'll remember last week, the majority of the Humane Society staff walked off the job, an apparent show of solidarity with Manda Moore Joseph, who was fired last Wednesday by the Board of Directors. Employees have alleged mismanagement by the Humane Society's board and President Gerald Adcox. Adcox and the board have denied the allegations. That's News Radio's Joe Ford reporting. A former Mobile firefighter says she was fired for a tattoo on the back of her head and for speaking out on what she described as sexism and harassing behavior. She filed an Equal Employment Opportunity Commission complaint. A decent amount of people on the other half of the classroom were discussing trying to tie nooses and, you know, instinctively, I guess I just kind of stood up and said, you know, if you want to learn how to do that, I think that it's best you do that on your, your, your free time. But I don't think it's appropriate, you know, here right now in this moment. Kayana Adams tells WKRG that at the time she got the tattoo, department policy only prohibited them on the face or the neck. She says she complied with the request to grow her hair to cover it. However, she was still fired in November. She said that was the same day, the day, same day she was fired, a photo was taken showing her hair completely covering that tattoo. The city of Mobile says Adams was fired for failing to meet department standards during her working time. Well, Escambia County Sheriff's Officer uh, deputies arrested a Pensacola man on Wednesday night who allegedly shot at two women trying to enter Bingo Paradise off Mobile Highway. Lee David Wilkinson allegedly prevented the two women from entering the business in the 4400 block of Mobile Highway and began attacking them with his firearm. That's according to the Escambia County Sheriff's Office Facebook post. He received a firearm, retrieved rather a firearm from his side and then hit one female in the head with that. When the two females fled, he allegedly began shooting in their direction and into the parking lot, then threw the gun into a nearby dumpster. He managed to maintain possession of of his meth, though, according to the Escambia County Sheriff's Office release. Wilkinson was born in, uh, booked into the Escambia County Jail and remains in custody on $156,000 bond. Let's check the forecast from Channel 3. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. Beautiful day out there with a high near 63 degrees, plenty of sunshine with a low overnight near 45. Beautiful weather will continue through the beginning of the weekend. Saturday, sunny skies, high near 65. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 57, and by Sunday, a little bit warmer near 70 degrees for your high with a small chance of a stray shower. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Now let's check in with Candy Cullerton for traffic on the 5. Okay. We are watching one accident. Doesn't look like it's tying a whole lot up, though, uh, right now. And this is uh, right on the on I-10. Excuse me, just making sure that I have the right one. Do-do-do-do. Sorry about that. Come That's on. Okay. That's okay. I, 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 I'm an idiot. <laughs> I should have written this out. I-10, it's right after the interchange. Now, again, it's not looking like it's uh, slowing anything down. Do watch for your usual areas of construction or con- congestion and construction. There is construction on I-10 uh, towards Scenic Highway. And caution, wherever you are, as you know, uh, traffic tips, 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks, Candy. Right now, 48 degrees and sunny in Pensacola, 54 in Gulf Breeze and 40 in Milton. It's 
735. Next news is at 8. Breaking news anytime. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Jennifer Koshenko with your money now. In the housing market, concessions are back. Redfin says about 42% of homes sold in the last three months of 2022 came with concessions, up from 30% in the same period in 2021. Concessions include things like providing buyers money for repairs or covering closing costs or mortgage rate buy-downs. They don't refer to a cut in the list price. Vince McMahon, the former chief of World Wrestling Entertainment, plans to return to the company that he transformed into from a regional player in the 80s to a global giant. McMahon says he expects to assume the role of executive chairman at WWE to involve himself in the company's media rights negotiation process. The former executive who ran the company for four decades said the only way for WWE to fully capitalize on growing demand for content and live entertainment was for him to return he retired in July last year as the company's CEO and chairman following an investigation into alleged misconduct. On Wall Street, features little changed. That's your money now. At Gulf Breeze News, they get it. They know you want to know what's happening in your community, whether that means investigative reporting, area events, or op-eds from your fellow breezers. The Gulf Breeze News truly is your community newspaper. Call 932-8986 and subscribe today. You can read online if you prefer to use your iPad or computer, or get your freshly printed newspaper delivered right to your mailbox. From city to county, politics to sports. Subscribe now at gulfbreezenews.com. Uh, What'd you do this time, Brad? I'm in the doghouse after my hunting trip last weekend. Yeah, I was too. I blew off our date. How'd you get out of the doghouse? Still Waters Day and Medical Spa. I got her a gift card. It took three minutes at SWMedSpa.com. She booked it this Saturday. Saturday? So nine holes then? Tea time's at eight. To enjoy a hassle-free guys weekend, treat her to a gift card from Still Waters Day and Medical Spa. Follow Still Waters on Facebook or Instagram to enter contests and win great prizes. Or visit SWMedSpa.com. Local news with News Radio's news team. Operation Blue Christmas. 16 guns, ranging from assault rifles, shotguns, hunting rifles, anything you wanted, that's what they had in, in these houses. Sheriff Chip Simmons says their narcotics unit executed warrants at five area homes over the last seven days, and all 1,600 grams of fentanyl were seized, which Simmons says is enough to kill 800,000 people. On News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. This is the post-COVID song. Like, you know, we don't answer our doors. We don't talk, or maybe during COVID, you know. We don't talk to strangers anymore at the door. You know? I don't. I always have underwear on in the house. I mean, that's, you know. Don't you have it on now, too? I mean, yes, but <laughs> not you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm wearing shorts here. <laughs> Seven thirty-eight on News Radio ninety-two three. Oh man, Kate Meehan is hey, our pop Kate. culture editor at DailyBoom.net. I finally said her name right the first time. Kate, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Good morning. All right, so um, a lot of stuff that's in. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna save the one that I am least interested in. That is the everything story for the last one because I don't know how much time I want to spend on it. Let's start with <laughs> other things instead. That's Prince Harry, obviously. Um, let's start with this. Apparently, Julia Roberts isn't. Apparently, she's not really a Roberts. Like, not really. There was some kind yeah. of a mix-up her- heritage-wise or something. 
there's a mix-up or I, I don't know, was it a mix-up or was it a little bit of not quite the truth or I, I don't know. But she sat down recently for um, a series to to basically dig into her genealogy and it was done on video and they they dug really deep and she is technically not a Roberts um, which seems to have come as a surprise to her. So I wonder, you know, in those moments when you get those little bombshells, I wonder when you walk away if you regret doing it on camera. Yeah. Like, sure, her great-great-grandfather, um, uh, when he was born, the guy before him who had the name was already dead. <laughs> so it's one of these, like, yeah. you know, weird family. What was mom doing? You know, who's mom really? You know, all that kind of stuff. So she's a, it's actually yeah. Julia Mitchell. She's not a Roberts. Yeah. Technically. No. That's, and I'm with you. I'm like, I, I don't do these DNA tests. I don't do this genetic stuff, uh, mostly because I don't trust putting that information in somebody else's hands, but also because I don't really care. Right. And I'd be terrified to find out what I might find out, honestly. Oh, it's no big deal. I'm good with the mythology <laughs> I live with. But Ed, um, Ed Norton, Ed Norton, same thing, found out that confirms that he's related to... Yeah. Pocahontas, actually, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and they went, he went back with him, like, I, what is it? Like nine generations or something like that. Yeah. He's related to Pocahontas. There's links also between his family tree and Julia's. I believe if you, if, if you like watch the whole thing, there seems to be, I forget how many generations back, but the two of them actually had a link as well. So it's interesting, you know, they, if, if we all are technically connected, how many generations do you have to go back to find out you're related to everybody that you know? Right. Because those links genetically are there. So it's another one of those things where how far back do you go? How and, far back do you want to go? And I thought it was interesting in both of their cases that they're uh, like fourth, four to six generations away from slave owning, you know, somehow in their family tree, mm -hmm. which is, again, I'm sure lots and lots and lots of people. And both of them are very quick to, you know, right. well, I don't believe in slavery and I disavow. Well, of course. OK, <laughs> you know, you can't really control who your, you know, your ancestors were. Uh, we also have uh, yeah. Reba is doing a reboot. Is that right? I don't think she's going to do a reboot. She okay. actually was um, filming a, a movie with one of her former co-stars from the, the Reba series. And she said that they talked about it a lot. It was discussed a lot. Maybe in that way where, you know, you had a good time and you, you're with one of those people that you had that good time with. And every time we see each other, you talk about it. Sure. Because um, it was so good. And I think that's what is really happening there. They really discussed it, but she just doesn't think it would ever come to fruition. So she's wise enough to know that reboots usually don't work the way you'd like them to, I think. And yeah, sometimes you let you let the thing be the cool, the cool thing that it was. Um, Emily Ratajkowski is in the yeah. news for, first of all, coming out with uh, F the NFL tweet, which, okay, fine. Um, after the whole thing happened on Monday, <laughs> maybe is what she means. I don't know. But also, she dated Pete Davidson for a little while, which I think is pretty much like half of um, Hollywood. But um, she says... That's what I hate with dating, men in particular. They're like, okay, yes, you're special, you've done it. Then they love it and love it, and solely they get you emasculated and don't know what to do with these feelings. And then they resent you. They start to tear you down, and then you're back to square one. It's so unfair, and basically that all of these men try to get with powerful, strong, attractive women because they think it's a conquest, and then once they have them, they don't know what to do with them. I, that's probably true. I think it is true. I think, <clears throat> I think men... 
in theory, want a strong woman. They want a woman that can that's independent, can make her own money, can handle herself. That you know, you don't have to babysit, and you don't have to kind of. I mean, maybe you want to take care of, but you know that you don't have to take care of. But when you get that, uh, not every guy can handle it. You know, you at that point, then you maybe have a bit of a power struggle. Then, you know, if she's as strong as you, as smart as you, making her own money that might be more than yours, at what point is your typical guy going to be emasculated by that? And I think it's a very real thing. You know, women tend to be more evolved in their feelings and and how they deal with things and situations. Men kind of fall back and and just act out and that does seem to be a very normal generalized but very normal pattern so if you put the, the strong woman in front of you and you don't know how to deal with it you're either going to rip her down or you're just going to be a total idiot or you're going to ghost it's going to be one of those three things and, and i will say this you know um i think that for some women who are strong independent and capable they don't realize that they also have a desire to be taken care of, that they also have a desire to have a man that they you know, really look up to, admire, and um, will be the leader in the home. And then when they feel that way and they're very much on par with the guy in reality, they, they do less respect or resent him or don't, you know, they don't, they, they, maybe they don't like that about themselves, but that can be a challenge too. So it is, I agree with you, there's a challenge from the male side. I think sometimes there's a challenge from the female side in those relationships as well. All right, last thing, Prince Harry. I, I'm going to give it its full due, 18 seconds. Uh, <laughs> no, I do I do have one one thing from the Prince Harry that I want to get to with you. for. So hang on for just a second, Kate. Let's get traffic on the fives from Candy. All right, and I see an accident southbound on I-10 right after the interchange. Doesn't look like it's backing anything up, though. And then another one, and not showing a roadblock here either, East Nine Mile Road. This is west of Chemstrand. Again, Nine Mile west of Chemstrand. And Kim's turn right there. Uh, if you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Katie. Back to your Harry talk. Back to, back nope. to Kate, man. Um, so uh, Harry <laughs> says he didn't realize how bigoted he was until he met and fell in love with and married Megan. Um, that he had fights with, with you know, his brother, Durr, their, bro- their brothers, they fight. The one that caught me the most by surprise, and you tell me if there's another big revelation that I'm missing, is that he would go, when he was first dating Megan, he actually went and Googled the sex scenes from Suits that she had been in. And so as like in a dating relationship, he's Googling soft porn of his date. It, that I can't imagine wanting and or that would not make you happy. There's no good outcome of that, right? I mean, there's probably no good. Well, maybe there's a good outcome of that. I don't know. But well, they didn't get married in the end, I, I guess. I can't imagine... But I can't imagine, okay, I, I think it was just the pure curiosity, right? Yeah. The pure curiosity of, hmm, wonder what she's like. And then he got a clue, and he probably liked the clue he got, but then it's like, oh, my God, but I don't want this visual in my head forever. <laughs> ever. Right. So I think it's like all of those things, but that's the kind of thing I could see myself doing. I'd be curious, and then I'd, like, wish I didn't have that picture in my head. Right. You know? So I, I see where, you know, that's an instantaneous, hmm. And then you might regret it on the flip side. But, yeah, there's so much out about Harry. Everything is an individual story. Basically, if you're curious, go get the book or go find one of the big online profiles that gives you the rundown. Um, 
Cliff Notes, they're brothers. They fight. They got physical. Um, the family's mad at him. He probably was bigoted before he married and met Meghan because he wasn't exposed to different kinds of people by the monarchy. Right. You know, a lot of this is common sense, I think. And also a lot of it is typical family. You know, two brothers down and rolling, I don't think that's very far-fetched, even if they're royal. You know, so a lot of it, I think, is to be expected. Um, embellished, maybe a tiny bit, but I think a lot of it rings true to what a normal family dynamic would be. So if you're curious, go to the book. Yeah, no, and, and I think a lot of people are very like, I'm just done dealing with all of this stuff. Then again, the Netflix special would seem to argue otherwise. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this revelation is a bit like revelation. Every once in a while, members of the royal family went to the water closet. You know, like, <laughs> okay, duh, you know, they're humans. It's not really that much of news. Well, Netflix, Kate, uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. Good. I'm sorry, what's that? I said the Netflix special is actually really good. I would suggest that over the book. Oh, okay. It's actually really good, and there's a lot of documentation in there that proves honesty on the things they're saying. So oh, that was actually okay. really good. I'm going to watch it I now. still probably yeah. won't be able to persuade my wife that it's worth watching or myself. But you, but it's worth knowing that if, <laughs> if I lean in that direction and we're bored one day, Kate maybe that'll be... Kate is always right. Yeah, Kate is always right. Uh, Kate Meehan, she is our pop... I did it wrong. Kate Meehan is our pop culture editor at dailyboom.net. Uh, Kate, as always, a pleasure. Happy New Year, and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Seven forty-eight. <laughs> I know. One word did it. <laughs> Seven forty-eight on News Radio ninety-two three. Uh, I'm Andrew McKay. Hey, if you are sixty-four, turning sixty-five, or just kind of in this vicinity, and you have questions, I mean, that's true too. Uh, and you might be wondering, like, what is what is you know what is Medicare going to mean for me? What is Advantage? What is Supplement? What are all these terms? Why are all these people emailing, calling, writing me letters? Why does this feel stressful? This should be easy. Why is this stress? It doesn't have to be complicated. And Ricky Stewart is a friend of mine, and she does insurance. Her fa whole family does insurance, and so she can answer these questions. This is exclusively what she does: is help people just like you answer those questions and get transitioned over onto Medicare. Easy. In fact, you, even like does Medicaid apply to you? She'll help you figure that out. Three four one twenty one eighty five for Ricky Stewart Insurance, or just look her up online. The Florida Department of Health in Escambia County works to protect, promote, and improve the health of everyone in your community. Listen in on Monday at 1030 to the Pensacola Expert Panel when Director Marie Mott gives a public health update. That's Monday at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Each Sunday at 7.30 a.m., the Bible Baptist Bookstore of Pensacola, Florida brings you Theological Seminar with teacher Peter S. Ruckman, founder and president of the Pensacola Bible Institute. He will teach you what the Bible says about the subject, not merely what it is presumed to teach. Tune in this Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for Theological Seminar with Dr. Peter S. Ruckman, brought to you by Bible Baptist Bookstore on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade, 11 to 1. After Pap Talk with Jenna Barr on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable.
commission, right? Uh, yes. Big mistake. Big. Huge. There, Julia Roberts. There, I did. There. Yeah, I Julia Mitchell. Yeah, I'm the best. Oh, Julia Mitchell. That's right. <laughs> 751 hey, here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. Steve Taylor is in the newsroom this morning with our headline. Steve. Well, good morning. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy still doesn't have enough votes to become the Speaker of the House. He lost five more floor votes yesterday, marking 11 straight ballot losses before the House adjourned for the night last night. The House is going to reconvene today at 11 to do the same thing again. A group of about 20 hardline Republicans are opposing McCarthy's speaker bid. Prince Harry's revealing that he killed about 25 people during his service as an Apache helicopter pilot in Afghanistan. In his soon-to-be-released autobiography, The Duke of Sussex writes he's indifferent about the number, and that's according to the media in the United Kingdom. The 38-year-old prince's memoir is entitled Spare and will be released next Tuesday. A Virginia Metro worker's out of a job after being charged with driving a train while drunk. The transit agency says he skipped the station in Alexandria and then stopped for about 30 minutes before finally letting the passengers off at another station. During the time, he didn't communicate with the rail control center. I wonder why. While Metro Transit police say he was drunk, they arrested him. He's since been fired, at least being a train. It wasn't weaving all over the road. Those are your headlines. All right. Very good, Steve. <laughs> Thanks so much for the update. All over the road. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. 753 on News Radio 92.3. A couple of uh, smaller notes. Uh, City of Pensacola has completed its drainage upgrades and improvements to Osceola Golf Course. I played there when this was kind of still in process, and uh, basically what they've done is they've made a giant drainage surface trench all around the golf course. It's got big white rocks in it, so when you see it, it's very obvious that that's what's going on. Um, I'll say I've played through there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the fairway. You're not supposed to have a ball in there, but I managed to, um, you know, because I'm good at that. 2,200-foot-long, uh, 30-foot-wide drainage ditch for the whole course, and that's to help mitigate, you know, flooding during rainfall to, co- to to control the flooding and also to control erosion and all this. So, you know, good on us for that. Uh, meanwhile, the um, uh, Pensacola is going to be featured, according to Channel 3. I didn't look it up on my guide, so I can't confirm, but I'm sure it's accurate. Uh, that The Discovery Channel is going to have a show featuring Pensacola tomorrow morning. 7 a.m. on Discovery Channel is going to be a TV show called RV There Yet. Get it? R- right. V, like, for and it's got our vehicle. people. Have you seen the commercial? I haven't. No. Is it our... Oh. Frank Patty's in it. Oh, and nice. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. That's, that's totally us. Yeah. That's cool. So they, it's going to be for Pickens, NES yeah. Pensacola, other mm-hmm. landmarks. Mm-hmm. Uh, like our Patty Seafood. RV there yet is going to be 7 a.m. tomorrow on the Discovery Channel. Uh, I assume that's a central time, but again, I haven't looked, so you know, just look for it. You can see it for yourself. And uh, speaking of kind of cool, odd little things that are going on, the the Pinta is here. Did you see? Oh, this? it is. The okay, P- the Pinta is here. Yeah, that's right. It's at the port right now downtown. I've got. I'm looking at a picture that Channel Three posted. Um, no reservations necessary. Self guided tour prices: eight bucks for adults, seniors seven bucks, students are six bucks. Um, and it's going to be docked there until January 22nd, open daily from 9 to 4. And it's a little small because they were small ships, right? They were tall ships, but they were small ships in the grand scheme of things. Like, you know, you think about the Eagle that was here. It's not nearly that size. Um, one thing of note, though, do you remember, and I'm not trying to make something happen, but do you remember the last time we had a tall ship here in Pensacola before the Eagle? Do you remember what that was when we had the Nina was here? Mm-hmm. 
And when was that? September 16th, 2020. Do you remember what happened on that day? We had a yeah, hurricane a a storm. Sally. I do yeah. remember that. And in fact, that storm. I forgot that, the ship was I forgot here. the ship was here, ship too, because we here, were kind though. of focused on things like the barges destroying all of our infrastructure and whatnot. Um, and, you know, and all the flooding and the trees down and the power outage. But no, the Nina was heavily damaged in that. It's been under repair. It's not available yesterday, but beginning of next year, they say, that'll be back in operation. Uh, remember, it destroyed like the. Uh, the um, the ferries got damaged That's heavily right. and then destroyed That's the right. dock yeah. and all that stuff. So Gosh. Uh, I'm not saying something's going to happen. Not, nothing's going to happen. Everything is going to be fine. 7.55, <laughs> Candy's got traffic Order on the fives. Season's over. That's right. Uh, traffic on the fives, uh, accident southbound on I-10 right after the interchange. And then another accident, it looks like uh, East Nine Mile. This is west of Chemstrand Road. Good news is I'm not showing any roadblocks. Now, if you have traffic tips, text them in, 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Yeah, other man. things that are going on, 437-1620. There was one other that I thought was interesting, and we're definitely going to be discussing this with uh Chip Sim- Sheriff Simmons when we get him on the show next week. But um, did you see the story about the uh, bingo parlor? This is the oh craziest. Like, this is the what? bingo paradise. Yeah. So bingo paradise. You had basically a guy was allegedly assaulting, challenging, castigating, threatening women with two women going in there with a pistol. And then they wind up running away from him. And so he winds up shooting at them. That's not good. But then apparently two patrons from inside come out and have concealed carry. So they draw their weapons and they keep him citizen arrested until the cops can get there. Now, the only reason I want to discuss this with the sheriff is because my you know, now if if he was but I think he threw the gun and didn't have it at the time or something. So if he were armed, completely justified. If he's not armed drawing your gun on somebody to hold them as a citizen's arrest. I would think that's a no. It's probably one of those, you're not supposed to, but we're not going to charge you anyway, is my guess is how this is all going to pan out. But I'm curious to know what the law is on that because typically you can only draw the weapon if you're going to use it or if you intend to use it or might use it, and you can only use it justified using it if you are in imminent mortal threat or body, life, limb to you or somebody else. And so keeping somebody citizen arrested with a handgun is not what you're allowed to do. At least that's my understanding. But like I said, I'll ask the sheriff about that because, you know, that's part of the reason we like to have our law enforcement officials on with us. 437-1620, Tonight is Mardi Gras kickoff. So oh, you right, 12th night. Yeah, yeah, go downtown and you can be there for the blessing of the floats. It's going to kick off at uh, 6 o'clock is what I have in my – oh, yeah, 6 p.m. That's right. Mm-hmm. Six o'clock tonight at Seville Quarter. Uh, Cat Country News Radio is going to be there. You can get more information at catcountry987.com. You can get some king cake. That's maybe, right. Maybe the find largest you a baby king Jesus. Cake. And know? it is right. That's luck all the whole way. It's not a baby Jesus, just a baby. Well, I know. I know it symbolizes the. Okay. Way to bring the room down. I'm not trying to bring the room down. Would you want to eat baby Jesus? No. See, that's weird. That's weird. I don't know. But this is a fun family affair if you've never been. And if you're not from this area, Mardi Gras is a huge, huge deal. And it's way better than New Orleans. You ever get baby not Jesus stuck in your teeth? You know, like. (laughs) No, but they had to stop putting them in king cakes because people would choke on them. I know. I know. uh, I just think, you know, that's all just part of the fun. A little bit of risk of death never made anything so awful. You you know, know? it's funny because the the tradition is if you have the king cake at work, it's the person that gets the baby that buys the next king cake. Uh, And so you always see slices of king cake here. Yeah, with the babies poking out. Because of all the cheap folks that <laughs> That's a here. foot Not eating it Not nope. eating it Here's your slice Andrew We yeah. also have the uh, Big Brothers and 
Big Sisters Northwest Florida hosting its annual signature event, the Big Gala. This comes up on the 14th. Pensacola Ice Flyers are hosting this at the Hilton Pensacola Beach. So all kinds of cool stuff going on. You can get more information about that either by calling Big Brothers Big Sisters, 433-KIDS, or check out NewsRadio923.com. Coming up next hour, we'll talk to Julio Diaz and also the transgressor ceremony. You'll like it. Right on time. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. Good morning. I'm Steve Taylor, and here's what's happening. State Representative Alex Andrade is introducing...